What's up? What's up? What's good? You're rocking with the best thoughts of the week. Let's go. What's good, everybody? Thoughts of the week. I want to thank you for coming in. No doubt. What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? This is Thoughts of the Week. And I want to thank you guys for coming in. I want to thank you guys for coming in and checking out the show. Today's show is brought to you by How To University. All right. Make sure you go to howtouniversity.thinkific.com. All right. How to university.thinkific.com and make sure you get your online learning on, okay? And there we go. How to University. This show is brought to you by How to University. The online learning. And we have several courses here. And by the way, there are some uh, courses to come. All right. And um, just before, here's here's your online course, right? You want to take your online courses online. You go to howtouniversity.thinkific.com. All right. Howtouniversity.thinkific.com. And in case you guys just want to, if you don't want to be online and take your courses online, you can always go and download your courses and you can download your courses at how to university or pay hip slash how to university all right and here's the uh, website here for how to university and again we have some courses available uh this course is coming soon how to how to make money flipping products and there is another course that will be coming pretty soon probably late august maybe early september and that's um how to podcast how to start your own podcast real easy all right so those courses are coming up pretty soon the courses they have available right now as you guys can see 
is the ebook author's essentials. Um, how to write your books in multiple languages and goal setting. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. So those are the courses that are available right now. And like I said, again, we have some courses coming up soon. And you see one of them on your screen there, how to make money flipping products that's coming soon. And we have a, a podcast course coming. Probably it'll be ready or done for you to take probably the end of August, maybe early or mid-September, somewhere along those lines. All right. In case you guys want to learn how to start your own podcast like you hear me and see me doing right now. All right. So with that being said, also one more thing before we get started. If you guys are entrepreneurs or you guys are running small businesses and you want to be able to um, have some advertisement of your business on this show, start thinking about it and start considering having your business or whatever you're doing, your entrepreneur pursuits mentioned at the beginning of the show because as you see on the screen let me make sure here as you guys see on the screen here let me just change it up for real quick put this out Real quick, real quick. All right. Like I said, if you guys have businesses you run or you have um, you're doing your entrepreneurial pursuits and you want to get the word out about your business, whatever you do, and you want to consider um, having your business advertised on this show, I want you to take a look at the screen right now. All right. And these are all the platforms that my show is, is on. All right. So. It's on Instagram or let's go to the left from right It's on black social. If you guys are not familiar with black social, check out the app. Black social. I'm on radio public. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. Anchor Castbox, daily motion, LinkedIn, pocket cast, YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, um, overcast. Apple Podcasts, which I think they also put on iTunes, I think, or maybe it's on iTunes right now. And maybe they'll it'll probably be going over to um, Apple Podcasts, or maybe they're putting it on both. I don't know. But um, you got Apple Podcasts and you got Google Play Music, which I think is going to be the chain. I think Google Play Music is going to stay, but I think they're going to have a Google Podcast. So it'll probably be probably will be paying um going over to google podcast all right or it might be they might be putting it on both google play music and uh google podcast all right so and there's one more that um that's brand new that my show is going to be broadcast on also breaker all right so if you want to advertise your business or whatever you do as an entrepreneur if you sell services or products and you want to um get the word out it's going to be heard on all these platforms about your business whatever it is all right 
So just think about that. And maybe the next show I do, I give people some opportunities to be able to have their businesses mentioned on this show. All right. And um, by the way, before I also get into the topic of the week, um, I want to shout out to all the people in Black Social. I have about um, 17 subscribers on my Thoughts of the Week channel on Black Social. So I want to shout out to y'all. I appreciate it. Y'all was coming in real fast. As soon as I um, started putting my posts and post different things on there, videos and a podcast show, a lot of people started subscribing to that channel, Thoughts of the Week. So I want to thank you guys from Black Social to thank you guys in Black Social for subscribing to the channel. So right now what I want a lot of you, all of you to do is those who are listening to me live, even if you're going to listen to the replay later, I want you to share this particular broadcast, this podcast, this post, share it to your page, share it to your people and let everybody know about the show. All right. And once again, like I said, this show has been brought to you by How To University. You can go to howtouniversity.thinkific.com and start learning about anything from A to Z. All right. The site has just started. So we have about three, three courses or so. There's going to be uh, two more added. And throughout the year, there's going to be more added and more added. So the next course that's going to come up it's going to be available. It's going to be how to um, start a podcast real easy. So in case you guys want to know how to do that, you can do it. You can take the course. Or if you just want to, if you don't want to go online and sign in and, and enroll, and you just want to download the course to your um, your tablet, your laptop, your computer, and um, sometimes your um, cell phone, if you have enough space on your phone, you can download it to your phone and just look at the course take the course whenever you're ready to do it. All right. So if you just want to download it, go to payhip.com slash how to university. That's P A Y H I P slash com slash how to university. All right. That's in case you want to download the courses instead, instead of signing up online and taking it, you know, going in, signing in every time you're ready to take the next course. All right. So with that being said, let me put a little bit of music in the background and we're going to get started here. All right. All right. So the topic of today is were we and are we still programmed? All right. It's just something that came to mind. I was thinking about when I was listening to some, um, checking out some other YouTube channels and listening to different topics and it was also things that would come to mind in off and on throughout the years all right just off and on throughout the years and i remember there was a time when um maybe several years ago, maybe five to 10. And I just got to thinking back to my um, childhood 
and the things that came to mind was knowing what I know now or the information that I that I know now. I was wondering or I was thinking to myself, just the fact that how much I didn't realize was going on and how much programming was going on. And it was kind of amazing to me. It just kind of it didn't blow me away, but it just made me think like, wow, all this thing, all these things were being planned or have been planned over the years. And certain things that when I was a kid, then I end up doing with my own children. And it just seems like the cycle just keeps going and going, not just with me, with people across the United States. And it just made me wonder, it's like, wow, that's kind of makes you wonder that we just kind of following things and just doing things without really, really considering or at least knowing what you're doing, even if you're still going to do it. All right. You guys bear with me for a second here. All right. So, like I said, like, yeah, I was just wondering to myself, like, man, the things we got get ourselves involved in or we get our children involved in as we become adults and we just follow things like like cattle just following along with the uh the shepherd the owner of the animals just makes them go do and so i started writing some stuff down of things that we seem to have been programmed to just go on and follow year after year after year sometimes um for the most part, mindsets, we still follow the same thinking patterns, the same, we do the same things and just do it without no question. So I'm gonna get to the first one, all right? So the first one on my list, and it's no in particular order, it's just what came to mind. I went down, I went on and wrote it down, all right? So one of the things that came to mind, and I did a few other uh, shows in regards to that, but, um came to mind was the uh, Pledge of Allegiance, all right? The Pledge of Allegiance. They make you, they make you say the Pledge of Allegiance in school every year, right? And I wonder why parents, and maybe they have, or maybe it's just a thing where they thought about it but didn't say nothing else about it, you know? might be and let me stop the music real quick so I was thinking the Pledge of Allegiance so the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag of the Amer of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands one nation under God individual indivisible and so on and so on and so on but has anybody ever thought about has everybody, anybody ever considered the words in the Pledge of Allegiance? 
and even in school when they make you say all that stuff, I don't even remember one time to where um, I don't recall one time that a teacher or a principal even broke down the words to the Pledge of Allegiance. Now, one time that I, well, do I even remember it being broken down? And um, the thing, part of that Pledge of Allegiance in particular that I was thinking about, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the, of the United States of America and to the Republic. That part, to the Republic. Who are the Republic that they mention in, in this Pledge of Allegiance? I don't recall any time anybody in school during when I was young, when my kids were young, um, even going to, you know, every now and then having to go through the schools and talk to teachers. I don't recall one time any principal or teacher ever breaking that down about who the Republic is in regards to that Pledge of Allegiance. But yet we are programmed to do that just about everywhere we go. Not to say that we have to do it or people do it, but you have um, sports, sporting events. Of course, you have the schools, um, other type of events, uh, graduation. Sometimes they do. Well, I think they do that all the time. And I wonder for what what's the purpose behind that? To make everybody to get them so ingrained, get this so ingrained in their mind from a starting from a child and then you know this stuff all the way up into your old age and the fact that what does it what is it doing for you as a person what does it do for you as a group a race by saying that pledge pledging to who are you really pledging allegiance and why i mean so many questions why you pledge allegiance to a flag? You can look at it in, in two different or several ways. You know, you just pledge allegiance to a piece of material. Some people might look at it that way. Why you pledge allegiance to a piece of, mater of material, a flag made out of cotton and whatever else, right? People can look at it that way. Some people get offended when you ask that question, but yet the ones who get offended can't break down any history and any honest factual history about what that flag is really about, how it got started, what what what's the real truth behind that flag and what's the real truth behind even teaching everyone from a child on up to even learn that pledge. All right. I'm not going to get into that too deep um, unless anybody comments, wants to comment on it. That's cool. But um, let's go on to the Star Spangled Banner. All right. Let's go on to the Star Spangled Banner. That's another thing that gets played in schools and um, football games, baseball games, basketball. Somebody sings the song at boxing events. But yet. What doesn't really get mentioned is the fact that. There was a verse in the song that I think was, was taken out at some point 
but it's still part of the original song that and then the song in general talks about um, black people and there's a particular verse in there that like i said i think it's been removed and they might have changed it a little bit that refers to black people and pretty much speaking in current terms dissing black people but yet everybody's comfortable with that song being played being heard um it's nothing to them it doesn't bother them but yet the thinking behind it the people behind the thinking of creating the song or the person i think the person who created was also a slave owner if i'm not mistaken and so we are programmed to a big degree or probably the kids more than the uh parents than some parents some parents still go on with and singing the song and putting their hand on their heart and all that so we program for that right and so that's another thing we're programmed to uh do now there are a lot of different holidays that they say were originally created in Europe that they brought over here to the US and we pretty much followed the European holidays that was brought over. If some of them originated from Europe, it might have originated from other countries. But everything's been brought over here and we kind of follow program things. And one of those, oh, well, not one of those, but another aside from that another holiday let's talk about holidays a little bit we just came past uh we just went through the fourth of july right we just went through the fourth of july and um my understanding i guess that's supposed to be the independence day but um what was that 1776 i think there were still slaves during that time but yet a lot of people still celebrate something that was disrespectful to certain groups of people we still follow it right and matter of fact there was something i wanted to uh do in regards to that let me see if i can pull that up that kind of brought on something else mm, let's see here in regards to 4th of July anyway. Now, I'm going to go over here. Something I had pulled up real quick. About how much we spend. See, that, that can be another topic within itself. That can be another show. So, I was looking up how much we, or how much gets spent during the 4th of July. And probably mainly on fireworks. Uh, let me make sure that's good. Okay, we good on that. And it says Americans spend $1 billion on July 4th fireworks annually. $1 billion, according to fortune.com. All right. So I'm going to pull this up real quick and just see what we got. But $1 billion on fireworks, 
Firework facts. Americans incinerate $1 billion in July 4th fireworks every year. Just imagine if just taking half of that billion, what would there be, 500 million? And putting it on something that's beneficial and worthwhile, you know, that'll actually do something for us. Because the 4th of July, it's not really do yeah, you might get your day off of work, right? You might get a day off of work. Um, some people celebrate it for the certain situations that came about during slavery. And they try to say it's independence from Europe or something to that effect, right? But we're really wasting a lot of money. Where money where it can go to a better use, put it that way. All right. So it says the 4th of July is a day of festivities, a time to spend with loved ones, barbecue in the backyard and blow stuff up. The last part makes Independence Day an incredibly expensive holiday that cost consumers billions in fireworks and self-inflicted injuries. Right. James Johnson, what's up? Thanks for coming in. So. I don't see anywhere in here where they really break down the real origins behind what the 4th of July was really about. They try to gloss it over. Let me see here. But that's amazing. Ten, I mean, uh, $1 billion spent on fireworks. It says, in an ironic economic twist, a whopping 99% of consumer fireworks are imported from China. But yet we're supposed to have this big beef with China, but apparently it must not be too much of a beef because we're still taking, we're still taking imports from them in regards to fireworks, right? Undeterred by their origin, Americans spend more than a billion dollars on fireworks each year to the American Pyrotechnics Association. By weight, that makes for roughly eight million pounds of fireworks or roughly a pound of pyrotechnics for every American man, woman and child. All right. Imagine that. Imagine that. But these are the things that we get programmed to do every year. We, we're programmed. It's like in us. And it was put in our parents and our parents put it in us. And then we put it in our kids and then our kids. Goes, and it seems like a never ending cycle. We're just going to go on from year to year to year without ever challenging, without ever thinking about what these holidays are really about. And we're so programmed that even if we find out it's about something that we don't stand for, we'll still do it anyway. Right. So. 
4th of July. Now, another holiday we get programmed into doing every year is Christmas, right? We get pulled into the Christmas thing. And no, no matter how much facts and stuff you give to people, it's so embedded in our minds and ingrained in our minds to follow these holidays. And I'm gonna try to look up the same thing for Christmas as far as how much money gets spent. And it says the average American will spend seven uh, about $700 on holiday gifts and goodies this year, totaling more than $465 billion. Now, five for fireworks for 4th of July was $1 billion. So now when it comes to Christmas, it's $465 billion. $465 billion. It seems like every year. And some people will spend their last dime when they should be paid on rent or should be paying on something that's needed. They will take that and buy a gift for their child. It's like, think about the, psych the psychology of that stuff. But again, that's something we've been programmed to do. Just programmed. That's crazy. Another thing in regards to Christmas is the Santa Claus thing. Knowing how much the, a lie that Santa Claus thing is, is still getting taught to children. So at an early age, we still teaching lies to kids. What's going on, Esco J? For some reason, if you guys are commenting on Periscope, it's not really pulling up. So forgive me if I don't respond to you. For some reason, it's just not popping up. And I don't know, I don't know what goes on with uh, Periscope sometimes. But nevertheless, I appreciate you guys coming in on Periscope, um, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. I think I thank every one of you guys for coming in. Black Social also. I know you probably I know you're checking me out on Black Social. You're checking me out live now as well. All right, but let's go back to the Christmas thing. Now, I just gave you the, the numbers with the um, the 4th of July, the Christmas money spent. Now let's talk about the lies in regards to Christmas. You got the Santa Claus thing. And when kids get older, they I guess they get told eventually from their parents or they find to kind of figure it out on their own if they don't get told because they'll hear it from other friends and other friends will put them in on the lies but isn't it ain't it crazy that you gotta put tell kids lies about this stuff instead of the truth from the very beginning and like i said i don't understand it. it's like we programmed to put this stuff into play we programmed into it right it's crazy We are programmed into this stuff. 
and it's ridiculous. All right. So let's move on to Easter. I'm going to put in some, see what the Easter numbers are as far as money spent. And there's so much to say about Easter. This is of where Easter, how they came from, where the name came from. Some people say Esther. Some There's some variations of the word Esther. Um, Americans will spend the most this Easter. Americans will spend a record $18.4 billion on Easter this year. The National Retail Federation in the annual Easter forecast said that said that number is 6% larger than the 17.3 billion in 2016. So I guess they're going by 2017 um, figures, right? So, so far you got 4th of July, Christmas and Easter holidays. We spend well in the billions of dollars. And then it's funny how you get people asking people to put, to donate something, donate some money to a cause that's very, very worthwhile, or even to a show. If people are supplying you with information or talking about topics that really um, stimulate your mind or give you information or something that's valuable, and they'll say, hey, donate. You can even donate a dollar to such and such, such and such. And people won't even do that, but you'll spend collectively $16 billion, $1 billion, $18 billion, $465 billion. And that's cool. But if I were to say, hey, donate to my, if you like the show, donate to my PayPal. And then I give you the PayPal. And I, I tell you, it doesn't matter how much you donate, five cent, 50 cent, a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, twenty dollars and up. People won't do that, but yet they they enjoy the information you're giving them or they join. They enjoying the conversation at least. But now they can't put in 50 cent. They can't put in a dollar. Or if you got a cause where you're going to work on something that brings people money and and like uh, which comes to mind is the Tulsa um, real estate fund. People won't put money into that and they'll swear up and down. They don't have the money. Right. They swear up and down they don't have the dollars, but when you start looking up the figures on these holidays and it's up in the billions, you wonder where all these people, how all these people got billions of dollars to spend collectively. It's crazy, but again, we are programmed for Easter and don't really understand or have the history of where it came from, right? So let's talk about Valentine's Day and let's see what the figures are for Valentine's Day. Let's see what how much money gets spent. 2018 consumers will spend near record 19.6 billion on Valentine's Day. <laughs> US consumers are expected to spend an average $143 on Valentine's Day as 55% of the population celebrates this year, an increase from last year's $136.57. So I guess the predictions for this year was $19.6 billion. So every holiday I've talked about so far is in the billions. We spend billions of dollars on these holidays. 
Do y'all even know where these holidays came from? What these holidays are about? Are they disrespecting people? Right? Are they disrespecting people with these holidays or are certain groups of people being degraded because of these holidays? But yet we spending billions of dollars. We programmed and trained to throw in the money for these holidays. Right? So every holiday I mentioned so far, we spend in the billions every year right in the billions of dollars once again you you ladies and gentlemen on periscope there's a um message that pops up on my screen every now and then about um scrolling down the old comments but i can't seem to scroll down if you guys are sending comments so just forgive me if i don't respond to them it's not that i'm ignoring you it's just that whatever periscope is doing it's doing as usual right but again i thank you guys for coming to the show live all right so let's let's move on man let's talk about groundhog's day groundhog day and there was a thing that um when is groundhog's day anyway and what are the rules groundhog day All right, let's look down here at how does Groundhog Day work? Because this is something very interesting with Groundhog Day. It is the day that the groundhog comes out of his hole after a long winter's sleep to look for his shadow, right? If he sees it, if he sees his shadow, this is how the rules go. If the, if the groundhog sees his shadow, he regards it as an omen of six more weeks of bad weather and returns to his hole. Now, I want to I want to do something in regards to that 6 weeks. Let me see if I can find the calendar here. So when is groundhog's day? Let me see here. I think it's in February. What what year did the Let's look at this right here real quick. All right. What year did did they start Groundhog Day? And it gives you a little history about Groundhog. Let me see. What is so important about Groundhog Day? All right, I already read you. I'm gonna go over this again about how does Groundhog Day work? Cause I'm gonna bring I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring something up real quick and show you. Cause it was brought to me when I was listening to a show, and I don't think too many people have been aware of it. That's why it's important to think and really examine what you get told, what you get programmed to do, like Pledge of Allegiance and singing the Star Spangled Banner and not realizing the Star Spangled Banner was written by a slave owner, things like that. But we keep following this stuff. So again, it says Groundhog Day. This is how Groundhog Day works. It is the day that the groundhog comes out of his hole after a long winter's sleep to look at his to look for his shadow. If he sees it, if he sees his shadow, he regards it as an omen. For number one, how does he know? How does the groundhog know what an omen is or what? That's 
That's where you got to study study things when you read it, examine each line for line. But anyway, let's just go. Let's roll with this. If he regards it as an omen, he regards it as an omen in six more weeks. Keep this in mind, ladies and gentlemen, six more weeks of bad weather and returns to his hole if he sees a shadow. All right. So keep that in mind. Keep the six more weeks thing in mind. All right. Let me see what's going on on Facebook real quick before I go on. All right. So keep the six more weeks thing in mind. All right. Y'all bear with me for a second. I'm just checking something out. Okay. As long as I, as long as everything is going like I want it. All right. Now, like I said, keep this six weeks thing in mind. Okay. So let's go down a little bit. What is so important about Groundhog Day? All right. It derives from the Pennsylvania Dutch superstition. See that? What is so important about Groundhog Day? It derives from the Pennsylvania Dutch superstition that if a groundhog emerging from its burrow on this day sees a shadow due to clear weather, it will retreat to its den and winter will persist for six more weeks. Now, keep this in mind now. Winter will persist for six more weeks, okay? Keep this in mind because I'm about to show you something. If I can pull a calendar up, I'm going to show you something. The games that get played, right? As Dick Gregory would say, the games they play. All right. So let's move down to some more info about this Groundhog Day. What is the story of the Groundhog? The Groundhog considered by them to be their ancestral grandfather, whoever them is, when German settlers arrived in the 1700s, Europeans, they brought a tradition known as Candlemas Day, which has an early origin in the pagan celebration of Imbolc, whatever that is. It came at the midpoint between the winter solstice and the spring equinox. So. Groundhog Day, as we know it, is during is in the winter time, right? And like I told you, keep that six weeks of winter rule in mind, right? Keep that in mind. What does it mean when someone says Groundhog Day? All right? Groundhog Day are now February 2nd. When, according to tradition, the groundhog emerges from hibernation, if it sees a shadow, it returns to its burrow for six weeks as a sunny day indicates late spring, while a cloudy day would mean an early spring. All right. Let me just pull up a calendar. Because I'm not going to go on and read. Let me see. There might be one more thing I might read. Let me see here. Okay, well, February 2nd. I believe that's the 
every year is February 2nd, right? All right. Let's pull up a calendar real quick. Let's pull up the 2018 calendar to see if we can pull it up. All right, let's check this out real quick here. We'll see if we can get a nice, lovely size calendar here. If not, I'm going to try something else right quick. Let's see what we can pull up here and let's see if it's big enough to the screen and easy to see. All right, hopefully you guys can see this and this is enough. And play things back, but let's see if we can make it work. All right. Now. Six weeks is roughly six weeks. Well, let's let's do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to count from February the 2nd and seven days and, and just each seven days. I'm going to see three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, six weeks. All right. All right. So hopefully you guys can see this on the screen. All right. So you got February. So the third is going to be one, two, three, four, five, six, one, one, two, Three, four, five, six, six. One, two, three, four, five, six, three, one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four, five, six. Did I say that five weeks? And then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All right. I mean, six, 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 six. So they say from if the groundhog sees his shadow on February the 2nd, it normally means it'll be six more weeks of winter or bad weather. Well, when you start counting, from February the 2nd and counting six weeks. Spring starts roughly on the 21st, between the 20, 21st and 22nd. Well, when you count from February the 2nd weeks, that runs you anyway, that runs you into the spring anyway. So in six weeks from the 2nd, it, the weather starts to, um, the, the seasons change to, to a spring anyway. So, what happens is you got tricked. It's all a trick. It's a game. You guys understand? Just do just do it. Get you a calendar for this year. Go to February the 2nd. That's Groundhog Day. And let's just imagine that on that day, 
that say the groundhog seen his shadow. And so you got to, and they say when he sees the shadow, it's six weeks. It's six more weeks of winter, right? Exit out of that. So when they, uh, he's a shadow, it's, they saying, well, it'll be six more weeks of winter. And they teach this stuff and they tell this stuff in school. What's going on, RJ? Thanks for coming in, man. So check this out. It's been a trick from the from the get go. They teach you about Groundhog's Day. They tell you on February the second, if the groundhog sees a shadow, it goes back in for the winter time. Hey, Kiani, what's up? So I'm about to show you again. I'm, I'm not gonna count it again, but I want you guys to do it, and you can you can watch the replay later. But check it out. This is the game they play. They tell you that Groundhog's Day on the second. If the groundhog sees a shadow, right? If the groundhog sees a shadow on the second, then that means it's six more weeks of winter. I mean, yeah, six more weeks of winter or bad weather, right? But here's the, but here's where the game gets played, and here's how we all got tricked. They teach this stuff in school sometimes, right? But when actually when you count six, and they say it's six more weeks of bad weather or winter, but when you count six more weeks from that February 2nd, guess what? It actually is six more weeks of winter anyway, give or take a few days, and then spring starts. So the whole groundhog thing was a trick. It was a game. So I want you guys to get your calendars. You can do it now or do it later. And count. The game is Groundhog's Day. I'm repeating it again. Groundhog's Day is on the 2nd. And they say that when the groundhog sees a shadow, then it's going to be six more weeks of winter slash bad weather. But when you count it, let's say let, now let's say we never had a ground. Never let's say Groundhog's Day don't exist. But when you count from February the second and count six weeks from then, it's actually just six weeks left of winter anyway, because give or take a few days, spring starts. So Groundhog's Day was, and I'm trying to figure out what was the real purpose of them promoting this Groundhog's Day because it's six weeks anyway, regardless of a groundhog seeing a shadow or not, it's already six weeks of winter anyway before spring starts. So it was a trick. It's a joke. So you guys, you do your, you do your own research and count, get your calendar for this year and count six weeks from February the 2nd. And it's gonna be give or take a two or three days and spring starts anyway. So six weeks anyway is, is gonna be winter anyway, regardless if you see a shadow or not. It's still gonna be winter time until that six weeks is up, then spring starts. So we got taught nonsense. We got taught a trick. So I'm gonna just go ahead and move on and talk about y'all just think about that you do your research on that all right so i'm gonna move on and talk about um how we are programmed to just work to labor for dollars and not really create passive income 
So we've been programmed as kids to just, and I'm going to talk about something that kind of ties into it. We pretty much just train to go to school and learn all this stuff and, and learning these things is cool. I'm not saying don't learn nothing, but the school system was really made so you can be trained up to work for somebody else and take all the knowledge that you got to make somebody else rich. And we all got caught up in that, in that game and that trick and that bag, myself included. Until other information started coming out and people started saying, what you can start your own business. You can create your own passive income. And then of course, with the internet and the different sites you can sell your stuff on online and the different things, technology period is making it even easier to start your own thing. And quite frankly, I think that's kind of where things are moving to because you got a lot of these store closings and that can be for another reason. That's another show in itself. I can go off on a different topic on that, but We've been programmed to go to school. And then this is the comments you hear all the time. Yeah, you go to school and um, graduate college so you can get a good job. We all got put in that program trick to believe that. And granted, there's some people that not everybody, I would say this, not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Not everybody wants to start a business. It's more comfortable for them to just get a check and a stable check and that's that's another direction i can go on in itself in regards to relationships when it comes to that but that's another show but i'm talking this show is about being programmed and if we are still programmed to follow all these these things we've been trained up to do and then just thinking about it has it been beneficial to follow all these things of being programmed to to do these things has it benefited has it really been a beneficial thing right but like i said now we have you know just working for dollars using our energy and our time all this time we got to take up to make money and the dollars don't match the time and energy you use right so that's something in itself to think about. But then yet when you study the real rich folks, they don't live by those rules. Yeah, sure, they might put their kids through school and college and stuff like that, but it's all it's for a different purpose than what we were taught to go to school and college for. All right. So that's another program thing that we were taught to just go to school, right? Get a good job, right? Work all your years and get up to a certain age and then you can retire, but no enjoyment, just work, work yourself to the bone. You gotta ask for when to be off, when to take off where you got other people that they start their 
entrepreneurial pursuits. They can they can make their time work when they the time they want to work. Um, make more money from using their minds as opposed to their body. And there's nothing wrong with going to a job. I'm just saying it's the thinking of it all and the programming that's been passed down for so many years and how far behind we are compared to others. Right. So that was another one we're trained or programmed to do is working for late working, laboring for dollars and not creating passive income or not even being taught that you can do that. Even when you're working, you can still make a supplemental income on the side where it doesn't it takes you to put in some work in the front end and then the back end, you reap the benefits of it. All right. So the next one is trained to work for others. Again, that's part of that laboring for dollars. Go to school, get the knowledge to help others build their companies. Right. Instead of being in competition and build your own stuff and being in competition against the company you're in competition with. All right. Another thing we're trained is the uh, the two party system, the Democrats and the Republicans. We can never seen for I don't know how many years can get out of that that trick bag of just two party system. And you got other countries, they got three, four, five, six different parties running for the top position. And we're just taught to just do two parties. And if you try to do a third one, like an independent, they find ways to try to shut it down or minimize it and try to get them out the door. And we programmed to like kind of be against any more than two parties. We're not even thinking that, hey, let's start three and four other parties and let's all these other parties run against Democrats and Republicans. Let's start this party and that party. There are other parties out there that get named, but I think it's just all for like smoke screens because it never seems to get anywhere. And we always just, we've been taught from, from young age to be on a two-party voting system, right? So that's another one. Um, let me see. You got billionaires and millionaires who, and this kind of ties into the earlier programming. Um, you got millionaires who haven't even, some who haven't even graduated high school, but they are millionaires. And you got you got some millionaires and billionaires that graduated supposedly from college and high school, but the numbers are so low when you compare to other things. So you got some that started college, millionaires and billionaires just didn't finish. And they come on, they go on to be millionaires and billionaires, didn't finish college. You got some that's in high school. They might have graduated high school and that's it, became billionaire after that, millionaires after that. So not to say that school is bad or anything, but it's just some things to look at and consider. Don't let nobody tell you that you can't make it if you don't go to school, although it's some importance of going to school, right? um ladies and gentlemen on instagram i got 20 seconds to go so they're going to be shutting down instagram i thank you guys for coming in if you want to still continue to see me live go to norwood media vision on youtube and you can continue seeing the show 10 more seconds and instagram is gone i want to thank y'all for coming in peace on instagram all right thanks thank y'all
All right, so we're going to continue on on Periscope, YouTube, and Facebook. I think Instagram gives you about an hour, and that's it. So let's see here. Let me hit that share button on Instagram. And um, so let's continue on, all right? So like I said, you got some millionaires and billionaires that haven't finished college or high school, and some haven't even finished high school and went on to become millionaires and billionaires, right? And then, of course, they got the college game. Like I mentioned earlier, where you go to school, you get a good job, and you always hear this by the, the older folks. Go to school and graduate high school and go to college so you can get a good job. And that's something to be proud of. Get a good job. And it's cool. I mean, like I said, I'm not going against um, having a job. I have a job. I've worked many jobs. Um, it's just that the mindset, man, is like we don't think. And we don't look at, think out the box. There's so many other options that we can do outside of, outside of that model and that format of just going to school, graduating, get a job. I graduated from high school. Um, I did a year in college before I just started working because at my time and age I was, it was important to start getting some money coming in. So I ended up eventually just doing one year in college. But then I started reading books. And what I found is that there are other sources of where you can get information from. And school is just not the only source. College is not the only source. You get it from books, you get it from video, you can get it, you can get it from with from hanging around with other people who are who who are millionaires. You can just follow them around and get knowledge that way. So it's so many outside of the box things other outside of the college, go to school and college model. All right. And it's kind of funny because it seems like the ones who go to college and go to and graduate from high school and do whether they do a little college or they complete college. It seems like those are the ones who are really blinded. As far as being thinkers, it's more or less they more they're programmed, they're programmers, they're being programmed. And it seems like they shun and they kind of look down or go against somebody who has. And out of I don't know out of the box type of thinking, and use their head and likes to um, try different things and experiment with stuff. But then that's how scientists do. But it's for some reason that's shunned when you want to have that type of thinking. And it's 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 funny. It's weird and it's funny at the same time, right? So of course, like I said, the college game, there was one more thing I, I was thinking about before the show started and I can't think of it right now off of hand, offhand, but there was a couple other things that came to mind that we are programmed. There's so many other things we're programmed about. Um, we're programmed about our buying habits, what's more important. Some races of groups of people are different from others in, in regards to how we spend money. We'll spend We'll buy kids the most expensive clothes and the most expensive um, phones and computers and take all that and don't pay your rent. 
it kind of goes back to the Christmas thing where people scrounge up their last bottom dollar to make sure their kid get all this stuff, but their kids is not doing well in school or they messing up in the streets, but they keep on trying to appease them and buy them all this stuff. But yet you could take some of that money and invest it and end up increasing your money to where now you can afford to buy all the expensive shoes. You could take that money and go to and, and uh, take a class about learning about real estate tax liens. Right. You could put it into an investment vehicle, invest it, let that money grow. You can um, put it in the stock market or teach you and your child. You can learn about the start stock market, put it in there and get dividends and take the dividends from that and buy the shoes from the dividends. Yet your, your money still grows. But why is it that we don't do that? Even though some of us know that that's a possible thing that's outside of the, the normal model, that's outside of the box of the normal model that we get um, programmed to believe to do that. We only have to do that's the only way you're going to be successful. Go to school, graduate, go to college, get a good job, work under work for somebody, make them a millionaire and you might get less than a quarter or a percent of their millions, right? We taught that and we follow it. And like I said, the spending thing, people go to them stores and buy $200 shoes, $200 Nikes, and it costs, what it costs to make them is like $12. Why not go to where it's made for $12? The real, the real Nikes, you can go to wherever they make them and buy it for $12 instead of going to the retail store and getting it for 200 because that's all they charge is about eight to twelve dollars for the those expensive nikes and there was something i was looking at they was talking about the shoes and it was something else that gets made that is made so cheap but yet we spend so much for it i forgot what the other thing was but i know i know the jordans and some other kind of clothings were made they cost them so cheap to make it but then they spend people spend top dollar for it not realizing let me go to the factory if it's in mexico or whatever take a trip there where they actually make it and buy it from somebody from the factory buy about five or six pairs of those and spend still spend under 200 dollars for them and it's the and it'll be the real nikes that you see in the store it's amazing it's crazy man well let me see what else like I said, I had some other stuff in mind. I didn't write it down and I couldn't remember it offhand. So I can't think of it right now. So that's going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. It's something for you guys to think about. Um, maybe it'll help. Not to say that I'm trying to change people's minds and do what I want. Some people get offended. Oh, you're trying to make us do or think like this, or then that, blah, 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 blah. It's just something that came to my mind. And it's for me to um, look at it myself. And so I'm going to make myself personally, I'm going to make certain changes. I'm going to go in a certain, um, think in certain directions from before, right? And all I'm saying is you guys just think about those things I was talking about. You know, we get programmed to do so much stuff, but... Nobody challenges where this stuff came from. 
How do we get how do we get to this place of spending billions of dollars every year? You guys watch the replay back, right? You watch the replay back where I read out the different holidays and how much gets spent pretty much every year. Ridiculous. And if we took a quarter of that money and put it into building our communities, we'd be, a, we'd be like a strong nation inside of a nation. But it's, it's crazy, man. So once again, I want to thank you guys for coming in. I want to thank everybody who checked me out live on Instagram, Facebook, Periscope, YouTube, Twitter, um, Black Social. There's a link from Black to Black Social to see me live as well. And like I said, let's try to go back here. For all you business people who are considering or I want you guys to think about it at least. Just think about if you guys want some publicity and more um, people knowing about your business. Like I said, this show gets played on numerous platforms. And again, it gets played on Black Social, Radio Public, Instagram, Twitter, Anchor, CastBox, Daily Motion, LinkedIn, Pod, Pocket Cast, YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, Overcast, Apple Podcast, or iTunes or slash iTunes, Google Play Music, and or Google Play Music slash Google Podcast. All these platforms this show is on. And there are a lot of listeners on a lot of these platforms. So if you want to want me to promote your business on my shows, just think about it. And maybe the next time in my next show, I'm gonna go ahead and um let y'all know how you can do that. All right. So on behalf of howtouniversity.thinkific.com, my name is Damani Norwood. I'm known in certain circles as the real deal. I'm known in certain circles as D. I'm known in certain circles as Norwood. And you are watching and listening to Thoughts of the Week. All right. I thank you guys for checking the show out. And stay tuned for the next show coming up pretty soon. And once again, I'm out. Be sure to go to howtouniversity.thinkific.com to get your online learning on. All right. Peace. Peace.